0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds of Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. It just means more down south. Is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. Brian Kelly's Cajun speech tutor. And with me, as always, is AJ. Nobody takes down Brian Harson except Brian Harson. Marchese.
1: Can you hit us with a family or whatever the fuck you said?
0: Family. It's,
1: Brian Kelly's the no. fucking worst.
0: Today we're finishing up our 2023 NFL Draft Summer Scouting Series with the SEC prospects.
1: Let's La- do Seven. 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 One.
0: The home team,
1: let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode
0: of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Um, Finally, we finished getting through all this funk of summer scouting series. Uh, The latest uh, we've ever gone with it because we've We're lazy.
1: Uh, Look, summer football, it doesn't fit, Rob. That's why we had to finish in the fall. When does summer end? The 21st of September or something. So we're still good.
0: Okay, okay. I feel confident. Yeah.
1: Like, I think they were going to get through this show in the next two weeks?
0: Uh, yeah. Hopefully. (laughs) I
1: I, I know you didn't like it last week, but I did so much uh, week one tape for this episode. (laughs)
0: Oh, hey, I said that's off limits. I know,
1: I know. But it's there. If it's there, I'm not going to not watch it.
0: I did that only for exactly one player. And then I said, for everyone else, it's not allowed.
1: I respect that, but I'm like, I got to get the freshest look at these guys.
0: But more importantly, tomorrow's show is when we get back to our bread and butter, uh, and we look back at the week that was in college football and the risers, the sliders, the out-of-nowheres, the transfers, the freshmen. We, we take it all down. But first, let's finish up with the Southeastern Conference. The second-best conference in sports mm-hmm. after the MEAC.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so, unsurprisingly, the SEC dominates the draft each, week, each year. Uh, nearly 20 more players drafted per year than the Big Ten. it's fucked. Um, the last two years, they've had exactly 65 apiece. And the year before that, 63. So uh, they're actually on the upswing, and they're adding Texas and Oklahoma. So uh, that number shouldn't rise because those programs stink. Oh, okay. I thought you'd laugh at that. I did I laugh, I did. but
1: I, I like the silence. I, like, I just want you to hammer that home.
0: I don't know. I don't. Longhorn Nation scares me. They play Alabama this weekend, and I think they think Quinn Ewers can pull it off.
1: He is. He's, he's pulling it off. It's upset of the week right there.
0: <sighs> okay, we'll see. Um, but, yes, no doubt the SEC is uh, the best conference in college football and the best for uh, NFL draft prospects, and that's no different in 2023, where I, I think this is by far position by position. Um, you've got a, at least one to five top five guys yeah. uh, in the entire draft at each position. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous. There are so many guys. It's funny, um, as I was putting cause because uh, – I focused more on the defense. You focused more on the offense. As I was put, putting the my DBs finishing, touched on the DBs. Uh, I was thinking how like the the tenth DB in this conference would be by far the first DB in like every G five conference. Yeah. So, m- meanwhile, he's the Alabama's fifth DB. <laughs> like he's not even a full time starter. Um, so it's just ridiculous. We'll, we'll we'll try to focus on the top end talent. Uh, to, to keep it short. Otherwise, this is a two-and-a-half-hour podcast. Um, and let's start with the quarterbacks, where I think there's obviously one clear-cut uh, top quarterback because he won the Heisman. Uh, AJ, uh, Will Levis?
1: Yeah, Will Levis won the Heisman this year. Sir, spoiler alerts. No, it's obviously Bryce Young. Obviously the top quarterback in this conference. Um, First-round grade from AJ. How about you, Rob? First round grade? Uh,
0: yeah, number two quarterback in the class for me after C.J. Stroud. How, how far um,
1: apart do you got them?
0: They're, they're neck and neck, but I've got a third guy not very far behind them. Um, Will Levis. Yes, it's Will It's Will Levis. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think when you look at C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, it's almost more fun to kind of see where they differ. Mm-hmm. Um, Young, obviously, is a, a smaller quarterback, uh, but –
1: probably the biggest knock on him right
0: yeah i m- more athletic uh can do more i think out of structure than yeah. stroud i i think less frazzled both of them are very poised but i think brace young has
1: yeah uh, elite poise yeah like, I, I just find him past- so poised like and patient and like he feels like like you're watching you know a, a guy in his first year as a starter last year and he feels like a vet already. And I think he
0: um, – where I think Stroud is the more accurate passer, I think Bryce Young's arm's a little bit better. Um, and I also think with Bryce Young, he's a more consistent deep ball thrower. He, he's a guy who hits yes. more home runs where Stroud's hitting the double.
1: His, like, his deep his, ball is so consistently accurate.
0: Yeah, he – I mean – he, like, the Russell Wilson comparison is going to come.
1: Because of the size uh, and the deep ball ability, yeah.
0: And the, the athleticism. Yeah, and, for sure. And the men- mental makeup on top of that. But
1: um, Quitting on his team if uh, it, Bryce it, doesn't do it, that.
0: I, I, I think it's, like, it's not a bad comparison. No, that. it's not. Obviously, it's, like, lofty. But playing style-wise, it makes sense. Um, I, I, I you you, you what, what worries you the most about Bryce Young?
1: I don't think there's like too much to worry. I, I don't know. Like like I mean I love like we said already talked about the poise of the patience. The deep ball placement is is really lead. I love his ball ball placement like at all levels to be honest. Um, processes everything quick and I, I love his feet like in terms of just like how quick and athletic they are, but I do think like he has some issues like not resetting before releasing. And that, that would come and like just kind of lose accuracy at times. Um, just getting more consistent doing that I think is a bit of a knock. Um I, th- I think like the arm is is really good. I-, I don't think it's like you know some elite arm or anything like that. Um, I don't know. There's like not a lot of lot, not a lot of knocks other than size and like just sometimes the feet are a little like just not resetting them.
0: Yeah, the feet the feet are I think the the thing I would I would point to if I was being nitpicky.
1: It's really um, only when he has to move off the spot, which he's so good at too, and like he's just got such a knack yeah. for making the play, um, it- and then just not you know just getting sloppy and not resetting and then. You know, relying on the arm, um, and then, it, you know, can, can kind of get a low. It's not like he's inaccurate. It's just inconsistent at times.
0: Yeah. Um, pretty much Stroud and Young right now look like they should be the first two picks in the draft, assuming quarterback needy teams are picked. Yeah,
1: 100%. 100%. The, the,
0: the only two guys who I think you could consider right now above them are on the defense of the SEC, so we'll yeah. get to them. Yeah. Um, who, okay, after Bryce Young, who who's your next guy?
1: Anthony Richardson, baby. Okay. I, I'm okay. drinking the this Kool-Aid. Is, yeah, I'm yeah, me it. too. Yeah. Uh,
0: big time, big time. He is my third quarterback in this class after Stroud and Young. I think he is um, mine too.
1: Even though I didn't officially do Stroud, but yeah.
0: I, I think if the conversation with Will Levis is the physical tools, the size, well, Anthony richards has got those, you, but better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't. Like Andy's younger. He's a redshirt sophomore. He's six four, two hundred thirty plus pounds. Rocket launcher arm, uh, the ball just literally. I mean, if uh, did you watch the Utah game?
1: Yeah, I watched the Utah game. Yeah. So the ball
0: just jumped out of his hand. Like obviously, it was the the splashy movement plays that were so exciting with him. But he was re- he was on time a lot. He was yeah. making a lot of big time throws across the middle. The ball's jumping out of his hand. It's against a top ten team who's known for their defense. He is just nothing's getting to him. No, oh, and, and, and
1: like the first game in the new system, like uh, really, like the first game as, as like a true starter. You know what I mean. Like all these things have gone against him, except for being at home, and he looked fucking awesome.
0: And I, I guess, like, it's it really just sample size. Like, I don't know. He, I, the physical tools and what he has done on the field thus far. Our first round pick, like that's something you bet on,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have a first round grade yet, but absolutely no.
0: And uh, and it's really, I just think it's sample size, we just got to see him do it the whole year. And if he does it the whole year, I think like he is a top 10 pick. reason to be a top 10 pick, yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, I mean, you've already said you know the athleticism, but fuck, watch that Utah game, and it's 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 nuts, the amount of sacks he's breaking. The amount of just like that, the, the two point conversion, keeping his feet like that—that that was so. Re- and then just throwing a—I sh- mean, he was wide open, but throwing a perfect strike where the, you know, the receiver already has hands up and Wait. it just goes right in the in the middle of him. Like
0: he has some sort of it factor to him. I know that's yeah. very dumb, and it's not like a trait or anything. Oh, it's it's a like,
1: sh- it's a fucking trait. Never mind. Like
0: he, like whereas CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, like seem unbothered by yeah. things. Yeah. When things get bad against Anthony Richardson, it's like he just turns into a superstar. Like I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. Um, those guys stay stay calm and make the good play. Anthony Richardson doesn't stay calm but makes the great play. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. Um, it, it, it just to point some flaws. At, I do think like his he's got some happy feet at times. Like the throwing motion isn't the cleanest. It's it's like,
1: it's a long release. Yeah.
0: And, 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 like, that impacts his accuracy. But, again, and then against Utah, like, everything seemed on time. The ball's just jumping out of his hands. He's the best athlete on the field.
1: There's been worse uh, or less accurate passers that have – like, Josh Allen was not as accurate as he showed week one, uh, you know, like, as in college, right? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, like, his feet are a mess, but, like, like I don't know. Like, I mean, Allen isn't the direct comp, but just, you know, the high-end traits that have, you know, generated big time in the NFL – um, like, Anthony Richardson's one, you know, this year's start. looks is better than most of Josh Allen's games at Wyoming. Against a, yeah. a better competition than Allen ever played, so.
0: Yeah. Um, let's let's keep it moving. Let's jump to, I assume, Will Levis is your next guy?
1: Yeah, so, like, just to say, I got, a, like, a second, third-ish on, on Anthony Richardson. I, I think Levis is more solidly into that third round, though. Uh, just behind him. And, yeah, like, all the same thing, like, you know, six four two thirty. the size is great. Uh, he's a really good athlete for his size. Where Anthony Richardson is just a really fucking good athlete. Like the the quickness is freaky. Uh, you know, like I I do think like you know, better release though, smooth smooth release. I kind of like that. Um, you know, he's good. At, he's a good athlete all over. Like you know, throwing off platform, throws well in the move. And you see a little bit more of like a pro projection with him. Like you know, you see a lot of play action. He's good off play action.
0: Yeah, that, I think that's one of the best positives with him is yeah. Last year he's in Liam Cohen's system now. He's yep. in Rich Rich Gagarello's. NFL he's systems. He's actually, like, in a West Coast spread. He's, he's, there's a heavy amount of play action. He's turning his back to the defense.
1: Yeah, um, a lot. And,
0: and so you know he can do that. And and it, he, he thrives in that play action deep pass game, which yep. is big in the NFL, obviously. Um, I do think, like, he, he he's kind of sporadic with his accuracy. Like, he could spray the ball. He doesn't have the best touch. Like, he'll put too much on it and miss a guy. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 think that's my biggest concern with him is how accurate can he get?
1: Yeah, and like I think like the deep balls are inconsistent, but that that like the flashes are there, and he's sometimes like really nice trajectory and like just a loft. But yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Um,
0: he he's my fourth quarterback in this class, um, but right right now like where we see Stroud and Young as first round guys, Richardson is trending that way. I, I think there's work to do for Will Levis to actually be worthy of that first round. Grade. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, like, when we're seeing the mock drafts with, like, six quarterbacks going in the first yeah, round. Was, yeah, it was a lot. And, like, Anthony Richardson probably wasn't even one of them. Uh, like, I just, uh, I think we're, we're a little happy on that. Hey, right, but we get to see Levis versus Richardson
1: this week. Yeah. yeah. Which is... That, that's...
0: that's it's a t- week two is generally not great because week one is usually awesome. That's a good fucking game. Isn't it it? Is it? Yes.
1: And Florida, Florida Kentucky always is a pretty good ball.
0: Well, yeah, because Kentucky's been able to beat them. Yep. Because Stoops a better coach than Dan Mullen.
1: Um. Just quickly before we move on, Hendon Hooker. I got a draftful grade on. I don't know if you do. Um. You know, good size, like just solid athlete too. He can move. Uh, just like a late, you know, a late day three guy. He's got the, he's got the arm good enough. Um, just inaccurate, like lots of high throws, but yeah. Hello? Hello.
0: Hey, so you cut out, uh, I, I, did you start talking to someone else?
1: Hand and Hooker.
0: Oh, okay, cool. I, I haven't watched him, but I'll, I'll continue the conversation. Sorry.
1: You're good. I just said, like, I have got a late draft, draftable and just touched on a little bit just to move. Okay. You can go.
0: Yeah, with, with, with him, I think you, you get a solid athlete yeah a good arm who's gonna put up huge numbers did put up huge numbers kind of, kind of out of nowhere a bit last year mm-hmm. um and I, I think he's a guy who could if everything clicks right like could be a senior bowl yeah type quarterback yeah for sure um I, 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 a lot of these quarterbacks are fun like spencer rattler's yeah arm like he's got one of the best arms in this class it's just we need to see it at south carolina this year uh their offensive line looks horrible and Week one, so I'm not sure it will come together, but there's a path to him getting drafted. I, I think KJ Jefferson's an NFL athlete, yeah, and and I'm just not sure if it's that quarterback, but uh,
1: he's still so fine, he's got
0: another year, year of eligibility. Uh, and Jaden Daniels is quarterback once.
1: Um, if Jefferson wants, though, if he wants to keep playing quarterback, come to the CFL and he can dominate,
0: and the XFL is gonna sign him, so. <laughs> Uh, jump to running backs?
1: Yeah, running backs. Uh, this is a good group of running backs.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's really interesting how you stack them. Because this is, like, I think there's five of the top ten running backs in this class are in the SEC.
1: And I do think that, yeah, I think you can stack them in a lot of different ways. Um, a lot of, like, interesting skill sets. Lots of, like, different guys. I got a lot of, like, top four-round grades. Yeah. Um, but the top guy for me is uh, Zach Evans going over to Ole Miss. So I went back and forth with him and Jameer
0: Gibbs, but I think there's a clear path to Zach Evans being a true RB one, and just that mix of contact, balance, athleticism, yeah. and fluidity. Like he is, as long as he can stay healthy, he looks like a complete NFL back.
1: Yeah, like the only knock it really is the is the injury history. Like turf toe knocked him out most of the last year. Uh, had a fumble in week one. I did watch the week one tape. But yeah, just man, that that instant acceleration, and like just like how smooth of an athlete he is. But like explosive too and like just it catches the ball well and like the contact like you already said the contact balance like he's not overly powerful he's he's six foot 215 he's kind of like an interesting build but like he carries his weight really well um but he's not like overly powerful but like he's always falling forward he's not getting you know knocked back Um, yeah i just find like that he turns so many like five yard runs like okay it's blocked for five yards but he's turning those into 20 yard runs or more like all the time and i think he's just such a it's kind of i I will say the one knock i'm going to give him I think in terms of just like swag, it's a, that his transfer was a down. I think he looked better in TCU purple than in Ole Miss blue. That's my big knock. Yeah, but you, knock.
0: you watched that Week One TCU game; he, <laughs> he made the right call.
1: That's, that's a good point.
0: <laughs> Fucking Chad Morris's son out there. Uh, who? Okay, so yeah, I've got Evans too. Do you have Jameer Gibbs too? I got.
1: I, I do have Gibbs too. Um, I think like the next couple guys are kind of close, but no, I think Gibbs yeah. is, is too. Um, yeah, 5'11, 200. Um I don't know why, but like I remember at Georgia uh, Georgia Tech, I thought he was bigger. But he's like, I don't know, like He's, he's... like
0: a mini Alvin Kamara is what I always thought. Oh, Yeah,
1: that's where it's good. Just like, he's a really good pass catcher.
0: He's so natural in the passing game. He's a great has route runner. This big home run hitting ability. Yeah. But also underrated combo of contact, balance yep. and can feel the elusiveness. Like yep. he is so hard to take down. Um and just he is so fluid with his movement skills. Yeah. Like, when he's one-on-one with a defender, that elusiveness pops because he he can just shake him in a phone booth like it's nothing. Plus, great return, man. Yes. Like, I, I think, at minimum, you're getting a plus-plus satellite back.
1: Yeah, at, at worst. And, like, uh, this week, Bama lined him up in the slot a couple times. They had him out running routes. He looked really good. But, yeah, I think you hit everything there, and... And I, I, you know what some good power like you will you'll see him run through some dudes sometimes. It's not consistent, but it's there too he, pl-
0: he plays but that's why you thought he was bigger yeah. than he is. He plays bigger than yeah he is. yeah he does but i mean I, I I do think kind of even though I have Gibbs above Evans uh I do think like it's it, Zach Evans being a full time pro Bowl running back is a more clear yeah. path, whereas Gibbs might just be. It, like a, a a superstar Swiss Army knife.
1: Mm-hmm. No, he's, he's Naeem, damn fucking good. Ha- cool. Naeem
0: Hines on on steroids.
1: Naeem Hines on SEC. Yeah.
0: N- wait, no, wait. Naeem Hines is perfect already. So just Naeem Hines. Um, uh, after
1: that, I think it, it gets kind of interesting. And there's a, there's another group here that yeah. was kind of hard to separate.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I think Gibbs and Evans are like the tier one of this group. Uh, I, I think they're they're my two and three back in the class after Bijan. Bijan. Yeah. Um, but. Then you get uh, Devin. Can you see his last name?
1: Ashane, Shane, I believe.
0: Yeah. Okay. Devin Ashane from Texas A and M. Kenny McIntosh from Georgia, and Tank Bigsby. Yeah. Who I think th- those those three can all be top five running backs. Yeah. Last correct. And
1: I I put them A Shane just ahead, and like Bigsby and, and McIntosh like neck and neck. Kind of give it give the nod to Bigsby because of the the you know we've seen him fucking carry that Auburn team. You know what I mean.
0: Yeah, and he uh, – I know they didn't have, like, big-time opponent week one, but uh, I think he had, like, the highest tackle breaking – Yeah, the tackle's da- broken rate in, like, five years or something.
1: Does not surprise me. Because, man, every uh, every arm tackle, he just running right through. And, like, I don't know, he's just so physical. He, 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 go ahead.
0: S- similar to what you were saying – like, what we were saying with Gibbons and Evans, like – Bigsby, a Shane, and McIntosh. Bigsby's the clear, like, this guy can be a, a starting running back. In the yeah. League, where the other two might be more complementary um, type of super satellite guys.
1: Yeah, and, and just jumping, though. I do McIntosh is the size, though, to be, like, an McIntosh, RB1 with that ability.
0: I also did not realize in week one how much they planned on... Like, he just took over the James Cook role, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. Me neither. Uh,
0: but, but like he's also very sturdy well Yeah,
1: he's 6 foot 2 like strong build, runs hard, then really good hands, really solid pass protection, good vision. It, it, like he kind of gave me like like you know, like you know when people open their eyes to Damian Pierce like as a pass catcher and a pass protector late mm-hmm. in like senior bowl, kind of that vibes, but early. And I, but I didn't that's before I really realized that you know, he's basically playing the the cook role. So this Kenneth could be a huge riser. Mm-hmm. I already think he's like a, I already I already got it like fourth round grade on him though, but
0: yeah, he he could be a top one hundred player. He
1: probably it's, will uh, be, yeah.
0: And with a Shane, it's just such a ridiculous burst. Yeah, him. man, he's like he's he, he's the fastest back in the class. Um, but also, they do a really good job utilizing him in the passing game, where they're like they're lining him up at slot receiver. The, yep. This was obviously last year when Spiller was still there, so we'll see if it continues. But like they were lining him up for a whole-ass game, I think it was, LS, it was LSU or South Carolina, he was just, like, playing receiver for a quarter.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. like,
0: doing it well.
1: Yeah. No, for, for real. I mean, like, at week one, he, he kind of, you know, obviously it's his, it's his job now and he put up the numbers. I don't know. I like Ashane a, a lot. Like, just that that, that quickness and, the, like you said, that just the instant burst, the speed. His feet are just so fast. Like, just... It's almost like his upper body isn't moving, but his feet are going 1,000 miles an hour. It's so mm-hmm. much fun. I will say, though, like, you know, he really he, he, his pass protection is pretty bad. Like, yeah, th- that's, that's the one thing he needs to improve to just kind of stick on the field a lot. Like, obviously, he's going to get on the field in the NFL, but he needs he needs to improve there.
0: Yeah, big time. Um, after that, I think it, it drops off. Kind of substantially
1: Yeah uh, Chris Rodriguez You know you're going to Bring him in on day three You know what you're getting like, He's a hard nosed Motherfucker Runs hard
0: James Conner He's James
1: Conner yeah, He's six, six foot two thirty. Like he's
0: You know Nothing special
1: But yeah He's a good He's a solid back um,
0: He got hurt week one Though sadly Yeah um, Yeah Big power Big contact balance there But yeah Not I super say, dynamic But a, a hard nosed guy
1: John yeah. Emery LSU is kind of interesting Like he was suspended yeah, he, All of last yeah. year And now the first two games This year But the talent is there
0: he he is like the, the flashes have been bright yeah. high weight speed it's all there just needs to stay out of trouble he C- can I think.
1: cast the catch the ball too yeah he just needs to yeah keep, keep his nose clean there And that, he could be a riser i don't have a draftable right now but he could be a big riser
0: yeah, yeah yeah um they need it uh go to wide receiver
1: yeah speaking of lsu um kind of like i it's only the summer well summer for us but Seems like a bit of a down year for for the LC, um for SEC wide receivers, in my opinion. I wasn't too like overwhelmed with this group. Usually, when we got you know a ton of first round guys, and I, I think that's kind of starts with. I'm a little lower on Keishawn Booty than everyone else is. I, being I,
0: got a, I got him. I got him wide receiver two in the class after our boy Quentin Johnston. Um, obviously, like the the and this was before the 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 uh, week one game where yeah. two drops. Uh, we'll we'll get to that tomorrow. Yeah. But, um, what makes him so extremely exciting is kind of similar things that made Jamar Chase so exciting is when the ball's in his hand, yeah, he can house it. Like he is the yak ability, the the instant top gear ability. Yeah, um, solid hands, uh, solid route running. But it's really it's just the the athleticism of the yak, and it, it's very reminiscent of Jamar Chase. Plus, he he lines up all over. He can play any any of the positions you ask receiver
1: yeah i i got like a i got a second third on him so i think i'm lower than a lot of people but like yeah the, the yak is so dynamic man the speed is scary yeah. but he's he's also got that slipperiness that, that good vision and he's just kind of tough to bring down so he, he, he like i don't know like when you watch his just his athleticism it feels like he's a smaller guy but he's you know he's almost the same size as jamar chase was uh who who just felt like a big guy you know but like um you know like he's got a pretty good release repertoire like there's his routes aren't great, but, like, he keeps good speed through them. Like, that's that's what is going to make him really dangerous. Um, and, obviously, can win deep easily. Um, and, and he's got some body control. I, I like all that. But then, yeah, you know, like, we'll get more to what we saw week one. But, like, I don't know. I, I think there's some focus drops there. I use focus instead of concentration because it almost just feels like he's... Like, a lot of times the ball's on him, like, quickly. It's, like, a little too quick. But it's catchable and he just doesn't make it. I don't know. Um... I find like he struggles with physicality. Like if 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 guys get up on him through the route, he can kind of get you know get knocked off and kind of lose it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cat, cat, contested catches kind of hit and miss too. Just gotta get stronger at the catch point. I don't know. I, I think there's a lot to work on. And then yeah, this kind of a pretty inauspicious start at LSU this year. Um, and we'll see what the fuck happens there. But yeah, he's gonna be a really 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 interesting um, prospect. And he might end up being a little a little bit polarizing. I think.
0: Who do you have after him? Because I think big it's drop a deep, though. Yeah, I think it's a deep group, but it's like less top end talent. Than yeah,
1: like like he's the only guy that I'm gonna, like he's gonna go top one hundred. Like barring you know some sort of absolute fuckery going on. Uh, next next I got Cedric Tillman because of that, oh, that. Okay, he's my fourth six three two four. I got like the next guys are just all tight he, for me.
0: C- Cedric Tillman is what you want in it, like a true yeah. Ball winning X, just the catch radius, the body control, but also the speed to kind of take the top off.
1: Had had Monster Games. Yeah, really good build. Monster Games against Bam and Georgia. I love that. The frame is there, fast off the line, like you said. Um, Like, you got that speed, but, like, uses his size really well, too. He'll also be at the
0: senior bowl for sure because he's clearly – he's arguably the best senior receiver in the country. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you know, the, the, the route of variety isn't there. Um, like to see him do more with the ball in his hands, but like when the ball's in the air, he, he's big time. He's body control, the catch radius is huge. The hands are good, um, plenty of contested catches. I, 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 there's a lot to like with Tillman.
0: I got both Ana- Aeneas Smith and Jermaine Burton above him.
1: Those are my um, next, my clear cut next two guys.
0: So Smith obviously the off season uh, arrests, but it seems to be okay. Yeah, um, but uh, his, his just kind of yak and route running potential i yeah. think are really exciting potential's but a good
1: word sorry to jump on you because cause, like because
0: you have flashes but it's not always yeah like he's got that lateral burst though like those electric
1: uh, feet too
0: yeah so i think I, everything's there for so i got a curtis samuel comp on him and i just feel Ooh. really good about that just because Curtis Samuel's always just been potential, and it's never, it like kind (laughs) of came together for like one season and got him paid. But just, yeah, the, the, he's not a supernatural receiver, but the route running the yak are really exciting.
1: Yeah, Um, because like sometimes you'll see him like throw so much at a DB in his route, like that that changing pace of stutters, but then he just doesn't do it enough. I I don't know. But yeah, you know, he's not a big guy, but he's well put together. And then, like you say, kind of, you know, they use him in that motion, the orbits, you know i him at running back sometimes. And I do think he's got some, like, some dog in him, though. He's, he's a little bit of mean. Like, he, he'll get after it as a blocker. Yeah, I, I feel like this is a... Very fun. He is he is really fun. Like, it's just, um, like, just being more consistent.
0: And with Jermaine Burton, obviously, he goes from Georgia to Bama. Uh, good build, good athlete.
1: Yep.
0: I think he's a, he's an underrated route runner.
1: I think um, he's a really solid yeah. route runner, yeah.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of Christian Kirk a little bit. Yeah. Um, I I I I think now at Bama you just want to see him get more opportunity. I want to yeah. see him do a little more after the catch too because I think he's got the potential with um his, his shiftiness, but he's also like a strong 6 foot 200 flat. Yeah,
1: I feel like he's he's like pretty well rounded.
0: Yeah, he's 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 a, he's a uh, that's why I think he's a, he's maybe the safest bet among Smith, Burton, Tillman. Yeah. No,
1: that, that's there? that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Harold um, is my next ta- one, too, by the way. Her-
0: I knew it. The speed's exciting. I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: apparently, laser time 424.
0: Like, he didn't play in their opener. He's been banged up. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. You can't teach speed like that. I, I do wish, like, you got this. Hopefully, we get to see it at Bama. Just maybe that speed translating to his routes yeah. more. Yeah. he's kind of a, a fly uh,
1: screen. That's it. Two trick pony. Yeah. But, but he's you know he's got—he's not a small guy. Either. Like obviously he's, he's under no, two hundred, but he's not small. He, he,
0: yeah, he's—he's he's bigger than you expect from a guy who is what he is.
1: And like he was breaking a lot of tackles. Like, like he—he's tough to—he's tougher to bring down than you expected. There's a lot. There's a lot to Harold. He could be a huge riser if he can—if he can stay on the field.
0: Uh, what about your boy Jalen Robinson, who's now at Ole Miss?
1: Uh, wide receiver one, baby.
0: Do you think? Uh, he—he's—he's he's he's, like four... It's almost four years removed from his big year at UCF,
1: but yeah, I know. But like, he, the, the,
0: he's a guy I got my eye on
1: for sure, for sure. I, I like, I don't have a draft board right now, but no, I think he'd be a big breakout. Um,
0: Anyone else you want to talk about? Not Except really. I've got a couple guys, but
1: yeah, not, not, no one I really want to pay the table. Super
0: recent. Good, uh, good college receivers.
1: Uh, tight end. Interesting group. <laughs> I mean, i
0: yeah. okay, so. I'm ready to fucking bang the table for Darnell Washington tight end, too.
1: I was, okay, I had such a hard time splitting Gilbert and Washington. I ended up with you, like, a very similar You let, you similar let that craze. week one Oregon
0: game b- split it for you then, pal.
1: <laughs> you're right, you're right. I mean, okay, Gil- Gilbert's got the potential. Darnell Washington's the better football player right now.
0: Yeah, Darnell Washington is 6'7", 270, one of the Looks best bigger than tight ends. That. He's their inline guy who lets Bowers do... Everything he does in the passing game, but then like when you watch him when he does get opportunities, he moves so well at that he size. He does. And he's so physical after the catch. Um, Fucking
1: hurtling dudes too.
0: Big big catch radius. Like I, I, I think could be a really interesting red zone threat. Um, he he's he he's a power forward. He's
1: a power forward playing, playing yeah. football.
0: And he's a former big pedig- pedigree guy too. Like yeah. he, he I don't I don't know if he's a five star recruit, but he was a high end four star at minimum. Yeah, I, uh, I think he's just. In the deepest tight end room in the country, and has just embraced his role as the inline blocker.
1: I, big time tenants, except for Brock Bowers, got to stop going to Georgia because like they they don't they don't get the production. Gilbert shouldn't have gone there, but anyways. Well, I mean, when you got Lad McConkey, you gotta be. feed Lad. Yeah, but yeah, like you know what, like the, the shocking maybe for a guy his size, like you know, like the yak ability, like you get on the ball, he's he's fluid turning and running, and he's making guys miss, and he's jumping over guys um bodying guys out easily like it, it just his and then as a blocker just his size and length make him so formidable to beat um he's got some mean in him he's generating movement in the run i don't think he's super technical but he's already gotten better and he's going to keep getting better uh, that's and, for and sure then,
0: when you compare him to eric gilbert eric gilbert's just all this potential, potential. like the movement skills are so stupid at 6'5" 250
1: apparently can, yeah go ahead sir. he can
0: stretch the field like you you're watching lsu 2020 he's yeah. Looks like an NFL player already. There's a couple yep. drops on tape, and he's not the greatest blocker. But he's basically, like, he is, like, he's not Kyle Pitts. But, like, you look at him, and you're like, could we make this guy Kyle Pitts? Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Now, now he's the third tight end at Georgia, and he didn't play a ton against Oregon. He came in late when they were blowing them out. Um, yeah, apparently so it's not clicking fully at
1: Georgia Yeah. That's, like, Kirby Smart's kind of said some stuff.
0: Should have just say it at LSU.
1: Probably, probably. And obviously missed all of Brian last Kelly, year.
0: Brian Kelly would be <laughs> thriving right now.
1: One thing you got to give Brian Kelly credit for is his tight ends. Um, like, I think he's got effort in his blocking, but he's, he's bad. He's not he's not really good. Like, he the also, out there, yeah,
0: he was also an 18-year-old freshman when we're basing he, this off he, of he, So he, it's yes. just, like, hard.
1: Yeah, it is. It really is. But just dripping with athleticism. Like, the, pff, he's dynamic as hell with the ball in his hands, too. Big-time contested catches. Yeah, but like, the catch rate is, is massive, too. But, like some concentration drops like you said you gotta get stronger at the catch point but again like you said he's an 18 year old freshman
0: we just don't know like, yeah. we can say everything we want to say but if, if he spends the whole year as the third tight end and doesn't really play then realistically he's not gonna come out
1: yeah I know again wrong wrong transfer I'll say it
0: or I mean wait till next year and uh be the Darnell Washington. I don't know <laughs> exactly. I, nine, loved, nine I nine Darnell Washington. One of my favorite players in this class.
1: Washington is so so awesome. I, I mean, I think he's underappreciated because of like Gilbert gets all like the attention, and Bowers is the dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, it,
0: I also think in this class, like he's a safe bet to just like if, okay, let's say you take him top one hundred, and maybe it doesn't all click. I still think he's going to be a really good blocking tight end. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally agree. Um, who
0: who, who else you want to talk
1: about? I, I like Cam Law too. I like he Camelot blocks well. Yeah, okay, so if you, if you saw him blocking, because he's so technical, he's moving people, just really clean, you, you think he's bigger than 6'4", 240-ish. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I wish he was a little bit bigger, so I'd be like, okay, you know, you take this guy in the middle rounds, you have a tight end, too, for the next decade. Because I just feel like he, he's just so solid that way. Like, he's, he blocks yeah. so well, he's got a good feel, he's a solid athlete, he, he's not going to wow you or anything, but he's really, really uh, clean, I think.
0: He They play him all over the place, too, yeah. so I think... I think like with the modern NFL fullback H back yep. type thing, yeah, like, maybe that's what you're looking at here. Like he's your fullback if you need one, but also your tight end too, like kind of H back complementary guy. Like he's not dynamic or anything, but like he'll catch the football. Uh, like he's got safe hands, yeah. Um, but his blocking is what got me excited.
1: Yeah, me too. And like, like you kind of said there, like. They'll move him inside and be the lead blocker and crack some heads. Like, he's, he's good. Um, Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I think I think that role is a good idea because, like, it, I don't know if you will hold up in line in the NFL at that size, you know, but, like, the, the frame is solid. I don't know. But, yeah, he's a really, really good blocker.
0: Jaheim Bell could be Johnny Smith.
1: He's fun as hell. Jaheim Bell is fun as hell. Yeah. He, 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 they like, so, so it's
0: just, whoever takes him just needs to have a plan for, like, wh- what you're doing there, I think.
1: Yeah, like, they use him as a runner, which is sick. Mm.
0: <laughs> he's like a, he's a jumbo wide receiver type of mm-hmm. player. But, like, he does, like, he's a great athlete for a tight end, and they play him all over, and he's a Swiss Army knife. But, like, he's not doing much as a blocker, no. and he's not, not, like, some great route runner or anything. No. Nope. So I think you just really need a plan with a player like that. Otherwise, like, if... They just kind of get wasted.
1: Yeah, I totally agree.
0: Uh, jump to the lot offensive line?
1: Yeah, do we want to start a tackle or do you want to mix these boys all up?
0: Well, you're running the offensive show.
1: You all right. With... I'll start on the outside. I, no no top end, like, no. this is a dude at tackle this year.
0: It's all the interior guys that I liked.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, like, there's a lot of potential outside, and there's like, okay, I can see this guy rising, and, you know, I like him. Or like a couple guys are like, okay, this is kind of a safer dude. So, like, I kind of went back and forth. I ended up with Darnell Wright as my top guy, who might be a guard, to be to be honest, because he's 6'5", that, 350. That's,
0: that's kind of my take him and Nick Broker, the old Miss guy. I
1: think tackle. Broker's a guaranteed inside. But, yeah, I agree. And, and,
0: and, like, but he's also maybe the best tackle in the SEC, technically. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I I got a guy I will bang the table for as a tackle, but go ahead on Darnell Wright. I
1: like it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I still like an early day three cup type of dude though. Like, you love that size. Um, moves pretty quick for that for a guy that size. They like do skip pulls a lot. It's pretty fun. I like. I think he might be a guard. He might be a right tackle. Uh, but you know, like like I think he's pretty like you know he's got a good solid anchor. Um, pretty good feet for his size. Like a light. And he can mirror pretty well. And then he's got like that upper body torque. He can get in m- maul. But like, I don't like you know like he, he can get a little heel clicking he and get beat by speed to power. Um, I find, like, he, he's just, I, I, the reason I want to move him inside is because, like, he doesn't use his length very well. He always wants to get guys inside and kind of wrestle, um, which I, I feel like I don't love. Um, you know, like, kind of needs to roll his hips a bit better. Like, all, when he's game power, is kind of up from the upper body. But, like, I don't know, day three, a guy that can probably maybe kick inside, I, I still think he's, he's pretty good.
0: Um, and then with Broker, I think he's really technically sound. He's just not a very good athlete.
1: I, I think broker I, I mean I got him like in the same like he's like way lower for me in the guards but like he's in the same ranges as right um I mean like he's really good in the run he's really good in the run I just like I feel like he just I th- Yeah go ahead. I
0: think if like if he's a guy we're looking at as a guard yeah like I think he he's got good feet for a guard it just doesn't yeah. hang a, a tackle and I think he just doesn't have the lateral agility Yeah it doesn't have the SEC speed rushers plus he's um, not long yeah, and, like, that shows up with his, like, his hand use and his arm length. Like, they get him into trouble sometimes against more technically sound rushers. Like, and his hands can shoot wide, too, yeah. on top of having shorter arms. It's not a great combo. But no. I, I do I, I do think he's a very, like, solid day three interior guy.
1: Yeah, me too. I got, like, a fourth, fifth on him. Um, Like, just really good pad level in the run. And, like, another guy, get, you know, just gets underneath guys and finishes. You know, a good pop in his hands. Yeah, me too. I, I kind of feel the same way. I don't see, like this big upside guy but no i think like you get him like you know fourth fifth round and you're happy kick him inside I, I thought both georgia tackles were like pretty just solid yeah uh, yeah not
0: spectacular
1: yeah i got uh, a fifth on broderick jones like yeah no the length is good um like it can move pretty 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 solid mover yeah. uh solid base but like the, the potential's there just like his hands are still kind of yeah i
0: think his his hands and like he just needs to get stronger like his anchor wasn't as good as Yeah. I was hoping. Like he didn't sustain as well as I was hoping in the run game. Yeah, he's
1: he's but like if you look at his build, he's really lean through the middle, which I think is just like probably just got to get more powerful there, like strengthen that core. But uh, yeah, no, I think like the potential is there. But um, mm, uh, Wagner's a big old monster at Arky, late day three type of dude. He's he's fun cause he's 6'9, 3'30. Um, but I mean, he's gonna he plays really upright because he's huge. <laughs> um, yeah, McClendon. McClendon, I found like <clears throat> first of all. He wears a fucking neck roll, which is sick. Um, like, I think, like, pretty light feet can get out and move some. Just, like, another, like, I don't know, kind of inconsistent over. Hands are shooting wide. Just want to see from more from him, too, you know? Um, And then, like, I, I didn't mind Mizzou's foster as, like, a late, late dude. Just kind of, like, I don't know, solid anchor. Nothing special, though. Um,
0: I So the guy I want to bang the table for, I didn't put him on our list. Fucking caught um, me again. All right. Alabama's left tackle, Tyler Steen, who's a Vanderbilt transfer. Go. So he he is, like, everything, when you watch him and you're watching a Vanderbilt tackle, you're like, oh, this, this, this guy could play at other schools. Everything is there physically for him. And he's moving so well to the second level. He's just so, like, not well put together technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that shows up a lot in pass protection, like, his feet are a little bit sloppy. He's not like playing with a strong base. His hands shoot a little wide. It's just like if if he can get coached up at Alabama, I think he is a very interesting riser type.
1: Yeah, no, that that's that's fair. Um, interior, my top guy I think is one of your dudes. Oh, uh, sorry, Torrance, coming from a uh, UL. Yeah. So
0: I I just want to say where it does lack a tackle, it doesn't it on the interior. No just... man,
1: this is. Like I said, broker broker is my like one, two, three, four, five, fifth fifth IOL, and he's about the same. same as my top tackle. Same.
0: Now I have a different top IOL than you, but uh, I do love Osiris Torrance. I got I got three guys with the same grade, kind of, and he's uh, number two in the group. Just massive mauling. Yeah, 6'5", Yeah,
1: six five, three fifty. Massive hands, apparently like eleven inches. Uh, big old frame, wide body, lots of power. Those hands are powerful too. Uh, I think he's like athletic enough for a guy that size too. And I think his eyes are good. Uh, I like him. I think he's just like a safe dude. Like he's he's not going to be like a you know a second level star. I don't think or anything. Uh, I don't think he's great in space, but he's getting better. I think. He,
0: he, I think just if he was playing in a power scheme or like yeah like. Oh, my God. On the Baltimore Ravens, you yes. stick him beside Tyler Linderbaum. Like yeah, he he's a Raven. one of these massive guards, yeah. power guards, beside the undersized athletic freaks at center. Like He's a Raven or he's an Eagle, and it's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think
1: he's a day two guy.
0: My top guy is Leighton Robinson, the Texas A&M guard.
1: I was kind of disappointed. I got, he's my next guy, but I was a little disappointed.
0: I think he, whereas Osiris Torrance is just a people mover, I think Robinson's a little better in pass protection. I mm-hmm. think he... His, his, um, hand use is a little bit better. I, I think he can move a little bit better laterally. I do think he's a power guard too. And like his big thing is just the push he gets in the run games big time. He's a true finisher. I love that. You can say a lot of the same things about both these guys. Yeah. And I, I, I think Torrance, um, is, I maybe the better overall athlete, but Robinson's a little bit more technically sound in pass protection. Um, I do I, I have this kind of the same grade on both those guys uh they're both behind Christian mahogany for me mm-hmm. uh, but the, they're in the top four with him and uh cooper BB yeah
1: I, I got PB and, and mahogany ahead of them too I think kind of neck and neck with with Torrance and then uh, Robinson next but yeah I was I mean I still he's my second guy here and he's he's got a third ish fourth round grade for me um yeah like I, I like that core strength he's got that's the power. Um, got some mean to him. I just think like, I mean, again, we're, we're watching sophomore tape. I just think like his eyes aren't great yet. Like I saw a lot of times, you know, guys are just shooting through his gap and he's just not really aware. And even in pass protection, like just not picking guys up off, off the blitz. Um, his hands, like, I think like he's a good battler with his hands, but like the, just the, the, the placement hits or his hit and miss. I don't know. It, it just sometimes he looks a little like, I don't know, just half-assing it at times. Uh, but who wouldn't if you're playing for for Tamu so I, I don't blame him. But, yeah, I, I, the potential is there. I could definitely see him being the, the – like, if he puts it together, I could see him being a better prospect than Torrance, and I, I agree with you. But I, right now, not.
0: A guy I love is Cedric Van Pryn It's at my Georgia next guy. My next guy. Just – he, I think, is the most scheme versatile. Uh, he he moves really well. He's just uh, fucking he
1: well-rounded, get, eh?
0: And, and, like, he has a really good understanding of chipping and, yep. and reaching to the yep. next – and, and – yeah, I don't know. Like, good combo of athlete, yeah. but SOB, good power. Like, there's he's very clean. It's clean. For Richard's soft. He's
1: super clean. Yeah. Like, the, the frame is good. The base is good. He moves well. The feet are pretty good. Like you said, the, I think his best trade is like the working combos and moving to the second level. Really impressive. But it has feel, that power, too. Yeah.
0: Feel free to disagree with me, but I think we're looking at the top center of the draft.
1: I think when push comes to shove, it's going to be him. Yeah, no, I agree. And again, I think it's just the hype isn't there yet. I had a really good week one. I watched that that game. Um, I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be him. I don't disagree.
0: Um, after that, I got JV and Cohen. Me too. Out, <laughs> at Alabama, who's another big, like not as big as the other guys, but really powerful people. Yeah,
1: you think he's bigger? He's
0: a really good leverage. I yes, think that's why yeah. he seems yeah. bigger. He's getting under dudes and
1: fucking moving dudes big time. I don't
0: think he started week one, uh, but he's on track to, like, starting.
1: No, opposite. Akaer didn't start week one, I'm pretty sure. Cohen did. Oh,
0: did? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Uh, It was weird. Just Um, because I read into it. It was just because Akaer missed a couple days in practice. Anyways. Mm, Okay. But, yeah, Cohen's pad level. uh, The power is really impressive. Like, just good strong base, strong hands uh resets his hands pretty well too. But then I think he's got the quickness to do doubles and get out in front on on poles and stuff. The potential to be there a really high level um uh, run blocker. Pass pros needs to come along. It's just like this hands got any worse. he gets yeah. lungy. He's kind of unbalanced, but the the run potential is really really good.
0: Last guy I want to hit on is Ricky Stromberg. That's my yeah, next that's guy. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like just a, a day 3. Yep. Check the box center.
1: Starts for you week setter, 1. Yeah. High
0: IQ. Really good use of hands, not a great athlete, but plays a good leverage. Yeah. And just can really move people as a yeah. power runner uh, in a power run scheme. More, yeah, I think like, yeah. like a fourth round guy who ends up being your starting center.
1: That's exactly where I got him. I, we're really, really neck and neck except for Robinson. But yeah, this is such a good IOL group in the NCC. Um, yeah, I even
0: with Robinson, you said he's your number two guy?
1: Yeah, in, in this group, I think he's pr- fourth overall. It's just off the top of the, the head here.
0: Okay, yeah. So, it's, like, not even, like, you're that low. You're just slightly No, low.
1: I got, like, a, a third, fourth-round grade on him right now. Like, that's the same grade with, with Cohen and uh, Scott Fremperin, too. Or it's, it's,
0: it's nice when we agree, because rather both really right or really right. <laughs> I
1: know. And then, yeah, a broker, Breaker, Broker, after all those guys. But we already talked about him. He's really good.
0: Okay, so let's jump to the defense, where um, the defensive line is stupid, ridiculous, AJ. Like... There's so many guys to talk about, and so I'll I'll try to keep it short and sweet. Because we're already uh, running long, yeah. Jalen Carter's that dude on the interior. Yeah. Jalen Carter uh, is the second best player in this draft after Will Anderson, who I'll talk about in a sec, (laughs) but uh, just 6'3", 3'10", ridiculous get-off. Yes. Like, the fact that he's playing next to Devontae White (laughs) and Jordan Davis last year, and he's might like look like he might be the best one as a true yeah. sophomore yeah. like his flight his ability to to win with both speed or power like his flexibility on the interior at that size is silly he's he's you he uses his hands really well um both to stack and shed guys and make plays around a line of scrimmage and and as a pass rusher like he he'll he'll mix in a swipe he'll mix in uh a, a swim move like but he can also just kind of shoot Take on half the man, shoot a gap, and and outbend you to win with like a rip. Um, and he holds the point well too. Uh, he moves around that defensive line like he is. I don't know. He's a Fletcher Cox type of interior guy.
1: It's so early, but like, where do you think he stacks up with like the top and uh, ideals of the years past? Probably Quentin Williams. If, if I think that's yeah, right. Denner, that's top when guy.
0: I was watching him. I was just thinking about how like Quentin Williams that last year was so stupid good. Yeah, uh, ridiculous. I think the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I if you're sticking IDL, I I do wonder because I haven't watched too much Garvey on Dexter. Yeah, I wanted to hear your take. Okay,
0: yeah, he's a mammoth. I okay. I I like him a lot. Um, so I have it stacked, uh, overall on the IDLs right now. Jalen Carter one, Brian Bracy two, Gervon Dexter three. Okay, I got him above C Ciaci. I got, um, just six six, three hundred pounds, and like, this is the modern one tech He just eats space, but he can move. He's like not, obviously, he's like 30, 40 pounds less than Jordan Davis, but he's similar height and shockingly good pad level for that height. Uh, Can really push the pocket as a power rusher. Play like hustles his ass off at that size, but like Like if you just want him to absorb the interior, like he'll do that. Like he'll do that all day. But maybe you want to move him over to three tech for a couple plays, dude, shoot a gap. Like, he is a scary combo of size, uh, quickness, and strength. He is more of a, like, I, I I think if you just want to compare him to Jalen Carter, like, Jalen Carter is so dynamic. Dexter is, like, just kind of the perfect, maybe the perfect modern one-tech nose type where he is big, but he's not, like... Sloppy. He is mm-hmm. a mammoth on the interior who can just hold the point all day.
1: Did you get any like comp vibes from him?
0: Mm, I I just kept thinking this is skinnier Jordan Davis type of <laughs> player. That's, that's like not I mean, not to that level, but like just the the that type of mammoth height on the interior as like more of a nose type is I just always interesting. Marcus Stroud, there's a comp. John Henderson, <laughs> there's a comp. Um.
1: After that, uh, okay. anyone, like, if you want to say IDL or if you want to go to edge.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll stick on the IDL. Jacqueline Roy, uh, the LSU D-tackle, he, he's really good hands. Like, re- like, I don't know that, like, he might have the most active hands of the entire interior after Jalen Carter. Um, just a deep toolbox at, at, on pass rushdowns. Um, what he needs to do is just kind of Uh, more consistent down to down. He, he's kind of almost all hands where some Mm. guys are all athlete and don't use their hands. He's just like constantly using his hands and it's awesome. I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, Zach Pickens is a very well-rounded. Uh, I don't think he's like some ultra, like this guy could be a first round pick, but this is a late day two three tech, uh, who's got a good get off, um, solid hand use uh it can can kind of lock it down holding the point a little bit um just like an every down safe bet on the interior um one of my favorite guys is byron young on alabama there's a tennessee one but the alabama one <laughs> uh he's the guy who like he's the swiss army for alabama they'll play him three tech one tech four i five tech like wherever you want they him always to play. have one yeah, and he's 6'3", 290, and I always fall for these guys. And yeah. He's a leverage king. Like, he's just under people. He plays – like, he he can hold the points so much better than you'd think for a 290-pound interior guy. Uh, not a ton going on hand-wise and not the greatest athlete, but just so technically sound. It's the leverage, which with that comes power, and he like he, he locks out really well too. Um, so I think he, he's got a chance to just be a really – Maybe it's day three, mm-hmm. but this guy's going to play in the rotation forever in the league.
1: Anyone else? You, uh, <laughs> this—it's funny, like when we get this deep and it's like it would be the top guy in like most conferences.
0: Yeah, uh, I think Tim Smith at Alabama is a little bit interesting, uh, and then that—that—that's kind of the last one on the interior, I think. Uh, DJ Dale too. I mean, it's all the yeah. Alabama guys. No, yeah, um, Tim Smith's kind of like a modern uh, one tech uh, and then, I mean, jumping to the edge, like, Will Anderson, you, you, you've watched Will Anderson, talk I've about I've watched, him. I've watched. Let me
1: catch my breath. <laughs> okay, you just got too excited about IDL. Um, yeah, it's Will Anderson, I mean, he's a, he should have won the Heisman last year, he's a fucking animal, I mean, I mean, what's, like, what's the knock on him, that he's not prototype size, like, he's, he's 6'4", 245, like, he's kind of got that lean build, but, like, really strong frame, and he's got that, like you know, wide upper body, really good length. I don't know. There's not really a lot of holes, man. Like, he's, he's got the get-off, the get-off check, the box. Um, he, he's really good versus the run. Like, he's he's blowing through blocks consistently. Like, tight ends are not picking him up in the run. Um, he's getting low and just, like, you know, out-leveraging guys. And, like, sometimes there's a, you know, he'll crash down on the inside and just generate power and blow up a play. Um, he's, he's a super intelligent player, too, I. I just think that's really impressive. And then, like, the, as an athlete, like, he's flexible as fuck. Um, he, he plays with such good balance. He's quick as hell. Like, he's constantly just, like, taking up multiple lanes if he's trying to, you know, just, just spy a quarterback or, or, you know, just jumping through the next uh, hole to, 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 against a run, a backside. Um,
0: like, he, I think if, he, if you were to, like, look for like, he he's 6'4", 243. Yeah. But he doesn't play light.
1: no. No. And like I just find like he plays so fast, but like he's not hurt. Like the game, the game goes so slow for him. Um, yeah, he's a he's the, he's probably the best player in in the class, and you can write that in on draft day. I think like, yeah, it's just like he, he's not prototype size, and he'll miss some tackles because he's going so fucking fast sometimes. And like that's kind of yeah. it. And he just he makes it look so fucking easy.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's I don't know. Like nobody can block him because just. The that quick twitch is so ridiculous. The the, yeah. the, the ability to convert speed to power, yeah. the ability to bend, the ability to like those those arms are long. Yeah. And I don't know. He's just everything you want in an Edge Rusher, I think. Um after him, like Nolan Smith is the next guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, he's my number two guy in the whole class. He's more of a tweener, six three, two thirty five. Yeah. But like you can't teach the athleticism he has. Um, and and that shows up as a speed rusher. It's all there. He plays his ass off. Apparently, he's like the leader in the locker room too, which says a lot at Georgia. Yeah. Um, for him to kind of take that next step and be a clear cut first top half of the first round, let's say guy, I think it's using those hands more and kind of because it if what, what if the speed doesn't work, like because he he kind of lacks sand in his pants, um, you can you can kind of lock him out a little bit. So, it's, it's kind of working that counter, unlocking yeah. those arms. He's got arm length, too. Like, he's 6'3", 235, but you can tell his arms are long. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just working combo moves, working working off that speed, trying to convert that speed to power a little bit more. Um, but despite the lack of size, like, he sets a pretty strong edge, uh, and he, he can play a little bit of off ball. Like, they'll drop him and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I think, like, right now he is, like, if you were to do a mock draft, he'd be a top 15 pick probably, like, pretty easily.
1: Um, um, what do you think of, like, Derek Hall?
0: Uh, he's the second-best edge at Auburn.
1: Okay, respect.
0: After, after Kobe Wooden. Um, Derek, Derek Hall's, like, a ball of energy, 6'3", 256, power rusher, but kind of good hand use, a little stiff, not the greatest mm-hmm. athlete in the world, but plays with his hair on fire. Like, the classic, maybe third, fourth round effort rusher. Um, I'd like to see him maybe take those hands to another level to kind of make up for some of that lack of bend and that lack of just elite athleticism. Uh, His teammate, though, Kobe Wooden. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if anyone in the country plays more positions on the defensive line than him. 6'5", 284, like, he'll just play nose tackle. And then next play, he's playing five texts. Then he's standing up, and his power, his ability to, to to, just get under guys and bully them is really impressive. And like Hall, he plays with his hair on fire. Obviously, like when you look at a player like this, he's not some great athlete. He's kind of this edge. You know what? He's kind of like uh, Demarvin Leal last year, mm-hmm. where it's like, is he an edge? Is he an interior guy? If he bulks up a little bit, he's an interior guy. If he loses some, yeah. maybe gets a little bit more wiggle. He's a he's an edge, and you're just not totally sure what to do, and that might hurt him in the long run. But for some teams like this, is the type of like he he's the classic like like I was saying about Byron Young with Alabama. He's like that, but can do even more. Yeah, with more. I think more upside too.
1: Um, yeah, Leal. I don't like it. it kind of like ended up hurting him, maybe. But like, yeah, no. Um. I mean, the more you can do. Um, who else did you did you like?
0: Uh, B.J. Ogilari, he's just your guy. A ball, like freaky athleticism, just shot out of cannon first step. Use that speed really well uh, to threaten the edge. Can bend to run the arc. Um, better hands, and I think you'd expect, kind of sets a stronger edge too. He he, I think has first round potential. Uh, after that. It, it drops off a little bit more.
1: Ha, has Ali um, Gay come on at all, or is it like just I, watching he, live?
0: He, he's my next guy. Mm-hmm. He's just so big. Like he's just really raw. He's just, like yeah. he is so big and has like impressive athleticism at that size. Um, I remember I like think the, the he,
1: glimpses early in his career, but like it seems like he hasn't really put it together.
0: Yeah, he he he's got a ways to go, but he, like clearly an Potential. NFL player. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Barron at Tennessee is really really freaky in terms of his first step and his he, his motor. Uh, so he's a got to, I think, watch. J.J. Weaver at Kentucky, kind of that classic Kentucky edge where he's standing up, he's dropping a little bit, he's rushing the passer, he can bend a little bit. Um, he plays really hard. Uh, Brenton Cox at, at Georgia, another guy who uh, I think's got a chance to get drafted, kind um, of yeah. drops off after that. That's a lot of D-line. It's, it's mainly D-line and, D- and DBs in the SEC. Uh, So let's get the linebacker Uh, where uh, Henry Toto is clearly the the best linebacker. Um, Yeah, he is. Like, he he lacks size, but really good mix of instincts and and fluidity. Like, he flips his hips while he can drop. mm -hmm. Like... I, I, I mean, there's a reason he runs that Alabama defense, and he's got the sideline-to-sideline side range. I don't think he's, like, some ultra-dynamic Pro Bowl linebacker or anything, um, but he's, a, I think, a guy who probably goes day two and like, starts for a long time, and, and, and you just trust him.
1: Closer he's to really 100 sold. than than 50, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. I yeah.
0: think, like, he's, he's le- let's just compare him to last year's other Bama inside linebacker. He's a little less dynamic downhill than Christian Harris, but just more. Uh, Christian way Harris better. is a ridiculous blitzer, yeah. but but it's way like better well rounded, consistent, like down to yeah. down, like a lot more trustworthy. Like the flashes aren't as exciting, but he's he's a safe player. He needs to get better at getting off blocks. So, like the lack of sides is troublesome.
1: Who's your who's your next guy for linebacker? I like Troy Brown, and will miss a lot. Seen some seen some of the hype from.
0: He's a Central Michigan transfer. Just he is ridiculous downhill aggression. Um, he'll miss tackles because of it, and like he won't always put himself in the right spot. And and, and Central Michigan like just blitzed him on passing down. So I, I don't totally know what we're getting <laughs> in terms of coverage. Yeah. But and he lacks size. So there's like all these negatives. But he is really fun. I really enjoyed him. Uh, Owen Popo at yeah. Auburn's also uh. Pretty interesting will option. All these linebackers are small, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like all three SCC's of these guys are all like
1: shifted to that in years past, I feel yeah, like.
0: And, and proposed kind of similar to Brown where he's just he gets downhill in in a hurry and tries to knock your head and it misses some tackles and isn't always putting himself in the right like doesn't fill consistently mm-hmm. well. But like the athleticism and the aggression are there. Um one of the more interesting guys is Drew Sanders at Arkansas.
1: Over bumper pool, oh man.
0: He uh apparently would have started if he stayed at Bama, transferred to Arkansas, kind of this... At Alabama, they used him as an edge. He's playing off-ball at Arkansas, 6'5", 233, and you can see why he was a big recruit because the athleticism is there at that size. He just hasn't played a ton, uh, of, especially off-ball, and, and I think he's a little bit guessy, but uh, he looked pretty <laughs> solid against Cincinnati. Now, Bumper Pool made every tackle, but... Um, <laughs> One guy to watch is Chris Braswell at Alabama. He's played a lot, but I've heard some good things about him. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of that's kind of Edger and Cooper at AM, Jeremy Banks at Tennessee. Those are some and
1: Ventrell Miller, my guy. So
0: yeah, Ven- Ventrell dropped a pick against uh, Utah.
1: Mm. Um, corner.
0: Killy Ringo is the best corner in this draft
1: honestly i was i thought you're gonna be a cam smith stan just knowing you Uh,
0: he's number two yeah yeah, i know
1: i know i know but
0: uh ringo six two two ten like big press man but has the fluid hips to like kind of be a cover three guy uh good instincts in zone two like he can just he he mirrors so well for that size uh he got better as the season went on Mm -hmm. too he's a redshirt freshman last year um I think like the ball skills are. If you're gonna be nitpicky, like just doing a better job finding ball and phase, uh, it, and I think he got better at that as the year went on. But yeah, he is just everything you look for in like that top end corner. Yeah, with the uh, just the protest size and the speed, yeah. Co- cover versatile. Um, Cam Smith is interesting because he plays so much nickel. Six one, hundred ninety ish plays a ton of nickel. But really, really good feet. Like, really good feet. Click and close is on. Uh, just kind of mans up slots and deals with their shiftiness well. And he kind of overpowers them because he's so t- long compared to most slots. Do you, do
1: you think he stays inside or, like, he's just – I don't know. Just... I don't
0: know what the plan is for them this year. But I just mm-hmm. think that's – Like, because he's playing so much, like, press man on the inside – I think that translates outside. Like his athleticism was not something I question. Um, more of just like, um, just like his eyes and zone can be a little uh, um, uh, apparently like not like a a little a, gra-
1: like high end top speed or like he's not going to like okay. blow the forty. That, up. That's
0: uh, maybe concerning. But like just uh, given yeah. what he's doing, because he's not he's not carrying a lot of deep routes playing so much. Nickel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no. Eli Ricks at Bama who's the LSU transfer six, two, uh, press corner. He, he has all the physical tools. I think it's like just, yeah. Finding ball and phase, like trusting himself that he's in position. Um, just get, get your head around and and, and in zone zone, um, trust those eyes kind of close sooner. Like reaction times, maybe a titch behind, maybe not the most physical tackler either, but, uh, he he's definitely I think the third guy. Um, Jalen Jones at Texas A and M's just like so much potential. He um, press zone guy flips his hips really well at six two. Um, he's a good athlete. You can tell especially at that size, pretty twitchy um who who else do i like Emmanuel forbes mississippi state corner he's really natural as a zone guy he's not like playing him off zone like he's got really good uh uh ball skills and um closing kind of closing recognition um how about
1: seven banks your guy
0: seven banks is like bad version of eli ricks (laughs) yeah i don't did he play in that opener I don't, I don't remember, remember. I don't think so. I don't think so. It was uh, the Oklahoma State transfer. Uh, was right. dealing with the bulk of it. I can't even think of his name. I don't uh, Miles Jones at Texas A&M is a 6'4 corner. That's always going to pique my interest. Um, there's uh, Chris Abrams Drain at Missouri. He's a, like a true nickel. Like He plays nickel. He's the size of a nickel. Uh, and he, he's pretty good at it. So that's another name to watch. I'm just... Whew, just rambling here.
1: Uh, you want to move on to safety?
0: Yeah, ask me something.
1: Speaking of tall uh, Texas A&M DBs, is, is Antonio Johnson your, your top guy, or are you going with one of the Bama guys?
0: Yeah, uh, I know. It's Antonio Johnson. But I I don't know if what the consensus on him is, but I might be lower on him than some people. I just – he's – it's kind of the way they deploy him. He's just like really only plays in the blocks or at nickel. Um, and he has ridiculous instincts and he mm-hmm. is a super ultra aggressive run defender. Uh, he sniffs stuff out around the line of scrimmage all day long. You could blitz him and he's really good at it. Uh, he doesn't miss tackles. He's got long, long arms. Um, he, he's a solid like flat zone defender. Uh, and I just... I, I, I just think maybe like maybe it's just because he doesn't do it but he like doesn't play deep very much
1: yeah
0: it's not like he's manning up with tight ends and like draping all over them or anything like it's kind of Jamal Adamsy.
1: hmm who's the Where best it's, like, safety his role, in the league
0: yeah his role like to be at his best he has a really defined role
1: just close to the which line could of be pause
0: posi- yeah which could be positive or could be negative and I just think he, Antonio Johnson's skill set might not translate for every defensive coordinator uh
1: are your next two guys the Bama guys?
0: Uh wait, just one last thing. But Sorry. with the the transition to the, the like so many teams playing 3 safeties these days, like if he's your your kind of your chess piece safety yeah. in the NFL, and you've got to create a defensive coordinator, like I can totally get why you're taking this player in the first round. So uh, it's just really dependent on that. My next guys are uh two Alabama guys.
1: Who, how do you I I think Branch is my guy, my guy, but how do you how do you stack him?
0: So uh, I went went battle. Uh, I think battle's just maybe one of the safest players in the draft. Mm -hmm. Just like the quarterback of your defense at safety um, gets everyone lined up, has ridiculously good understanding of what he's seeing that shows up with – like the instincts are stupid good. Um, He's supernatural uh, playing too deep, which everyone plays these days. Uh, uh, Just flips his hips well. Um, well built too, but but can, yeah, well built can come down and play in the flats as a nickel. Yeah. They'll play him at single high too, just willing tackler. Like he checks kind of just every box. Like do I think he's some Pro Bowl safety? No, mm-hmm. but I think you if you're taking him in the second third round, like he's starting for ten years. Yeah, you just need to fill that a, spot. Yeah. Like yeah, and like the like I said, the quarterback of your defense. What you get with Brian Branch is i think exciting cover potential mm-hmm. and that's not to say he's not gonna run the alley and be a willing tackler um he he's predominantly playing nickel at six foot 193 uh good mirroring skills really soft feet but like sometimes i play him too deep flips his hips really well yeah uh shows uh zone the range and zone um his, his cover versatility yeah is I think why he will ultimately be drafted before Jordan Battle. Jordan Battle is I think more battle tested oh. uh, and, and just very safe. Where well, um,
1: if you're taking Branch, you have to go out on a limb.
0: Wow! Well done. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> after, after those guys, I got Jalen Catalone. Yeah, he's just so fun. When yeah. he's on, he's fun. When he's so off, up he's and missing down every tackle. Yeah. He's, he's a bullet on the field. Like, he's bullet Bob Sanders reincarnated type. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just freakish physicality, but missing tons of tackles at times. Um, I think he, he he shows really good instincts in zone coverage, mm-hmm. too. Um, and you, you'll you see him, like, cover the deep half and, like, flip his hips and go make a play on the ball. Uh, a little shorter, kind of short and stocky almost at yeah. safety. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he's just got to clean up his tackles, and, and I don't know that you can, like, tr- like he's less versatile than some of these other guys because I don't think he can necessarily, like, come down and yeah. man up on a slot or anything. Um, just because he, he'll he bite on stuff. Did, uh, he's so aggressive.
1: Before you move on, sorry, did, did Skinner end up your safety one after the summer still?
0: No, he's two after Antonio Johnson. Johnson?
1: Okay. Uh, Skinner's taller, so wrong. I uh, Agreed. Uh, you know who my
0: most pleasant surprise was? Whom, Rob? Cr- Christopher Smith at Georgia. I absolutely love
1: him. Mm. Like, he had a lot so, of, like, games where, like, he ended up, like, never the star, but, like, just, just good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like he's overshadowed, but yeah. he is, well, no, I don't, he might be, after JL Skinner, he might be the best alley runner in the class. Mm. Um, he plays too deep. He'll, he'll come down and be a flats defender. They play him at single high, too, last year a little bit. Uh. He just really good instincts in zone, um, but just a tremendous player getting downhill. Uh, his teammate, Tyke Smith, it's kind of you're basing off of two years ago at West yeah. Virginia. Yeah. He could be a really exciting playmaker at nickel, um, if, if he can stay healthy.
1: Yeah. Um, anyone else that you really want to get to?
0: Um, Joe Foucher at LSU. I don't know how much he played, but he's the Arkansas transfer. I liked him at Arkansas a little bit last year. Um, and, uh, DeMarco Helms and Mm -hmm. Malachi Moore, the other two Alabama guys, like Helms is like just, (laughs) yeah, Alabama's got four safeties. (laughs) That's Uh, ridiculous. Yeah. He, uh, Helms is like just the, the workman, you know, like he's Mm going to play in the box. He's going to be a special teams player. He's going to be a good football player. Um, and and malachi Moore, if it can click like he's like kind of like uh a lot like obviously not as good as brian branch but similar idea where he's just like playing predominantly nickel and he's just a very talented cover guy and sometimes he 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 just doesn't seem to put himself in the right position like he'll make more mistakes than these other guys like his instincts aren't great
1: um but i think he's still pretty interesting it's kinda nuts how one school can have four guys at the same position. And it's safety of all positions that like yeah. only Alabama. Maybe Georgia. Um I
0: guess. Okay. You ready for uh the the final awards in town of the week of the year?
1: Let's do it. I think awards are pretty simple here, right?
0: Do you have Alabama over Georgia or Georgia over Alabama?
1: I went back and forth. I I mean, we got week one in the books to look at already. I kinda wanted to put Georgia over over Bama, but in quarterback play I did Bama over Georgia.
0: I did Bama over Georgia because I just think that offense. Yeah. And, like, ultimately Will Anderson in and that offense are better than Jalen Carter in that offense. Yeah.
1: Speaking of, um, uh, offensive player of the year, I think clearly Bryce, it's Bryce Young. Yeah. Bryce Young. And defensive player of the year, it's clearly Will Anderson. Or did you switch up and go Jalen Carter? I mean, it would be pretty hard, though. But. Uh,
0: I, I I went Jalen Carter. Okay, I respect no, I'm that. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Almost got uh Dunked on by freezing cold takes. Um, <laughs> all right, your final town of the week. Any guesses? Uh, Starkville. It, w- it was always College Station.
1: For, okay. <laughs> you just went with the college town, college towns it, this well, year.
0: yeah, and, and rightfully so, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Can't go wrong.
0: Um, I'm going to go uh, and tell you that Texas A&M is, plays in College Station. Uh, do you know what field they play at? Kyle? Kyle Field, baby, opened in 1927 with a capacity of 102,733. I think that's our highest capacity so far. I think so. Um, and, uh, it's named for Edwin Kyle? Is that what his name was? I'm drafting a fantasy draft right now too, AJ. Sorry, I'm going to take Jamar Chase. Uh, Edwin Jackson (laughs) Kyle, uh, College Station has a population of one hundred fifteen thousand eight hundred and two. Uh, some notable alumni: a bunch of NASA and military people. So that's alarming. That's
1: that's what they do, baby. Uh,
0: George H. W. Bush, equally alarming. Uh, Chuck New Black, the uh, <laughs> the old baseball player. Uh, Chris Middleton, the Milwaukee Bucks player. I actually didn't uh, realize um, that. Yeah. The Bennett brothers. Yes, that's right. Both mm-hmm. Michael and Marty. And Dude Perfect's from there. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> Burying the
0: lead with Dude Perfect. Notable people from College Station. Matthew Berry, the fantasy guru. Uh, Larry Fedora. I Didn't g- have a very good week. <laughs> uh, Alex Caruso, who also played at Texas A&M. Uh, Christine Warmuth, the U.S. Secretary of the Army. Mm, it's just military people. And, and, and finally... Tiffany Thornton, who starred in Sunny with a Chance, if you remember that, I think it was a Disney Channel show. I remember Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah, I don't know. I might. I might be. No, sure you're right. It
1: is no, it is a Disney Channel show. You're right. You're okay.
0: Right. Okay. There's so much to do in College Station. Of, of course, military museums. I assume the, the yeah, lots of them. Uh, the George Bush Presidential Library and Museum. Santa's Wonderland's located <laughs> there. I didn't know that. Uh, The Museum of the American GI, (laughs) the Cove at Bear X. I don't know what that is, but no, that sounds sick. They 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 got the best bar names: Hurricane Harry's, nice, Uh, Nerdvana Vintage Arcade and Toys, cool, Mentors and Makers. What is that? I don't know. Mad Hatters. Okay, that's definitely a bar. University of Sidekicks, I don't know if you go there and get your degree and now you're a sidekick or how that works.
1: You, you get a sidekick, um, I think.
0: The Tipsy Turtle. <laughs> That's a great name. The Crazy Dash of College Station. Okay. And, and finally, the Texas Bucket List Store and Studio.
1: Ooh. What's on your Texas Bucket List, Rob? Going to College Station and all those places. Mine's the Alamo. I, I, absolutely Alamo.
0: I'll always remember it.
1: Mhm.
0: All right. Tune in tomorrow for uh, Week One college football.